Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Mel. I'm Anna. And I'm Amy. Finding love through our podcast is something I thought Jen and I would find. Um, a lot of our friends joke around asking if anyone has slid through our DMs or if listeners have sent potential matches to us. And the answer is no. However, it does look like some of our guests are having better luck finding love through our podcast than we are. If you remember episode 66 and episode 68, we brought on our good friend Anna Lee to talk through her coming out story. What we later found out was that another AVG listener, Amy, really connected with Anna's story and made her move. So today, in the month of love, we are very excited to bring on Anna and Amy to share their love story with us. Please welcome to the Asian Boss Girl podcast, Amy and Anna. Welcome. (laughs) I am super excited to have you both on the podcast. And I feel like your episode really resonated with a lot of listeners. Obviously, it resonated with Amy to be like, hey, girl, hey. Um... And obviously, Anna, you know, we're friends, so I feel like I got to kind of hear a little bit about, you know, how this um, relationship came to fruition. Um, but, you know, I'm pretty sure our listeners and Janet, wants, they want to hear the juicy details. So, again, Anna, you shared so much of it with me firsthand. Um, Amy, I know you started following Anna on Instagram around six months before anything really happened, right? So initially, what made you follow her on IG? And was it more of a friendship connection? Like, what was it? Um, this is so hard to explain, and I feel like there's so much <laughs> to it. But um, long story short, uh, I really did resonate with her story. I think a majority of it came from um, just similar backgrounds. Um, so I grew up Christian, and I grew up in a very uh, conservative Korean family as well, um, with a lot of Koreans near me so all my friends were Korean Mm. as well and so the topic of sexuality never really um, I was never introduced to it fully or even um, I didn't have any knowledge beyond my oh okay the heterosexual norm and gender norms Mm. that were placed onto me as a child and as a Korean American woman uh, from an immigrant family but um, During that time, I was actually questioning myself for a couple of years, but um, I actually went to Christian college um, before, and I didn't really, I I shut down the questions, and I was like, okay, you know what, these are just questions from me sinning or other things like that, and and so um, after I did transfer out um, to a liberal college, I took a class on LGBTQIA+, um, and I think all the readings I had, all the assignments I had in that class, and even the professors, um, she was just amazing, and she seemed like a mentor to me, and it really opened up my eyes on all the gender norms and compulsory heterosexuality um, that I really didn't even realize. During that time, ABG came out with a podcast on coming out and stories, 
um, about coming out and so um, I listened to it and her story just it was just filled with so much um, confidence and she was so vulnerable in sharing her story with uh, the public and so I wanted to get to know her more and see what her daily life was like <laughs> and um, she just seemed like such a powerful positive and strong independent woman especially in the queer community and I really resonated with her story and also how um, she accepted her truth in the light of Christianity I think that was really important to me and that opened up a lot of doors and a lot of uh, thinking processes and introspection as well oh my god I love that you basically like fell for her story and her like personality essentially because you had no it was not kind of the anything that was like super um surface um so that's was was the attraction initial like attraction or was it more like oh I want to just get to know her because of her story I think for me I wanted to get to know her more um and the attraction was there I it was like oh my gosh she sounds so so attractive mm. <laughs> her voice was so attractive and and uh, we were actually talking about this yesterday and um, I actually mentioned to her hey like I didn't even know how you looked like I just I initially just was so attracted to your story and I wanted to get to know you more mm -hmm. that's so sweet <laughs> well you didn't see her photo on the thumbnail uh, but not the first mm. one. We actually went back. Oh my god! Sorry, she remembered that. Yeah, that is insane. I didn't remember that. This is. I'm also hearing Amy's side of the story for the first time because I just seen. I just hear Anna's side, which I will talk about later. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so Amy, you hear Anna's story on our podcast. Um, what was your next move? Did you followed her on Instagram? Did you send out a DM or? What was the uh, first interaction like? I actually don't remember uh, too clearly, um, but I followed her and I think she posted something on about AOC and I'm a huge fan of AOC and she's one of um, the women uh, that I look up to and I think that's how we started to talk I'm not really too sure and um, I remember she she didn't reply to me six months after I mean she only replied to me six months after mm, I don't okay really hold remember. on <laughs> hold on I don't know I, <laughs> I think I I blocked it off from my memory all right all right but Anna do you want to take that away yeah let's hear your side of the story sure, Anna. sure. yes because I, I remember very clearly. Really? <laughs> Ish, yes. Uh, but, um, well, like, after the podcast um, episode that uh, that I did with y'all, um, like, I, I got a lot of DMs. Like, it was it was really awesome. Just a lot of people who, you know, resonated with the story or, um, you know, said thanks, which I really appreciated. And I just thought that was really so sweet. And so when Amy DM'd me, I knew that she was, like, uh I knew she probably found me from the podcast, but she mm -hmm. DM'd me about like AOC and it was like this like very like kind of obscure like, oh my gosh, I love that you post about AOC and I love that um, you uh, like listen to her and something. So it was like very platonic or <laughs> like or just like mm. I couldn't tell if it was like one thing or another. And mm. so I just kind of bulk that into like, oh, okay, she probably like was a listener of the pod and I was like oh yeah like hey like I, I love AOC and I think it, it was it, it, like we didn't really leave it open to any discussion mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and I just kind of responded with like a hey thanks and like yeah she's great <laughs> um and then like fast forward this happened in like August I want to say and then mm -hmm. fast forward to like April ish like between that time you know, after the pod, I think I made it very clear, like, oh, I would like to date an Asian girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I always thought, like, oh, wow, wouldn't it be a cool story to meet someone after the pod? But, like, that would never happen. Like, you know, like, like life isn't like a, a fairy tale like that. Um, mm -hmm. But I did notice um, that this, like, cute redhead Korean girl <laughs> was, um, like, looking at my stories. And then I had connected the, do the dots and... Um, it was funny because I knew at one point she her profile was public, but then when I went to go like look at more photos of her other than like the one that I saw, you know, um, it was private. So I was like, hmm, I've never done this before either. Like, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should just 
follow her <laughs> and request that <laughs> I follow her and see what happens. You know, because like I was mm-hmm. curious. I was like, I- I'm not sure she's like, I don't know, like she's probably not queer, but like she looks cute on my end. So maybe I'll try it out. Mm. So I requested and then like the next day she like accepted and I was like, oh, cool. Mm. <laughs> so I was like looking at her photos. I was like, you know, doing the, that like investigative like IG stalking <laughs> of like, oh, like, mm-hmm. do you do I think she's queer? Do I think she's not? Um, and then I was like, oh, you know, like I thought she was really cute, like really, mm-hmm. really cute. Um, and and so I, 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 I planted a seed on my stories um where i made a post like i knew that she lived based on her stories i knew that she lived on the east coast i I assume new york Mm -hmm. and um i really like new york bagels like when i'm in new york i try to get as many bagels as possible (laughs) and so i like put in my story like hey does anyone have any good recommendations for bagels from new york i'm looking to order some during like quarantine you know wait time out question uh-huh. you were not going to new york you were still in california <laughs> this on your story yeah 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 yeah. it was like very pointed <laughs> yeah that's a like, genius you know, seed to gonna... plant <laughs> i'm gonna throw a line and see if it works and the uh-huh. next day she responded oh so she took the bait that... <laughs> she took the bait okay modern day dating <laughs> she took the bait and then i was like oh, okay cool 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 you know um uh-huh. and then we like talk we like kind of exchanged a few you know conversations over stories and then um i think through that like i started seeing her stories and i noticed she has like really cute nieces and so i started responding to her about her nieces and i think that's like how we started talking we just started talking about her nieces um Mm -hmm. and then at this point i was like I was like, wow, like, I think she's really cute. We're kind of talking. Cool. But, you know, also, like, I still, there's, like, still a lot of unknowns. Like, I don't know if she's queer. She's clearly Christian because I saw her tagged photo. She was tagged in, like, her uh, Christian school. So, Mm. like, I knew that. (laughs) Dude, you freaking, you dug. I dug deep. I dug deep. Um, And then we started talking about her sisters. And Amy, like, mentioned something about how, like, she like wanted to be like a good role model for her niece or her not her not her sister so nieces um and how she like wanted them to grow up in like like you know just like uh, awareness about different things and mm-hmm. i kind of was like hmm how do i how do i f- use this to like figure out you know if she's queer mm-hmm. or not so i was like oh um it sounds like you grew up like in the church like is that is that right and then I remember the date, like, when I, like, threw out that line and I was waiting, Mm -hmm. like, Amy didn't respond for, like, maybe, like, a day, Mm. I think. Uh (laughs) And I remember thinking, oh, I, like, I pushed a little too hard. Like, she probably thinks it's weird that, like, a stranger is asking this. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was at the dog park with Rue and I, like, see her respond. And she says something about, like, yeah, like, I'm, like, I really want my nieces to to grow up like being exposed to things especially because like I've been questioning Mm, and I was like I immediately texted my friend V our friend V and I was like yo Uh V you'll never guess what happened (laughs) I was like I've been DMing this girl and (laughs) she now just came out to me (laughs) like I'm like sweating at the dog park (laughs) usually I'm like very social but I'm like not talking to anyone um and then we just kind of started talking from there and yeah, and we we set up, you know, me being, I'm very forward and I'm very extroverted. So mm-hmm. I took that as like a, this is a now or never thing. <laughs> uh-huh. And I think in that same conversation, I gave Amy my number and I was like, wow. hey, like, you know, if you, yeah, and like, granted, I've never, never done anything like this before, you know? And so I, I, part of it was just like, I was thinking like, oh yeah, if she's, you know, grew up in the church and she's also questioning, then she must like we're very rare in the world mm-hmm. i feel like and so mm-hmm. um i think just being offering myself as a source um of uh you know connection i think like i, I was thinking like i would like that mm-hmm. and then selfishly i was like yeah and i think she's really cute so yo i'm not gonna lie i did the same thing <laughs> so i understand i understand yeah it's funny to get the details of the story because i also have a third party perspective because 
I'm over here. So Anna and I are running our Korean drama club together. And so we'll be on calls. And she's like, and I would text Anna about dating. And I'm just like, oh, this guy sucks. Or whatever. We just talk about it. And she's like, oh, so this is girl. So uh, she's so cute. She's like, she's an ABG listener. I was like, what? I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and so obviously when I hear like a listener might have reached out, I was like, that was really cool. And then she told me the story. And so what I heard on my end, Amy, you probably did not hear this before. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anna's like, we're talking, but I don't know if this is just platonic. Like I, she was like very like, I'm confused. And she, Anna, I think at this point, Anna, you guys are already like transitioned to like talking on the phone, maybe like maybe some video calls, which I like, you know, and then you're like, yeah, we like chat, but like, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. Like you had no idea. And I was very invested oh, yeah. to finding out if Amy liked you or not. And I also remember a time where I think at this time you guys weren't dating and I thought Anna did the smoothest thing and I was like, dang. So I don't know what it was, but Friday night, Amy was out in New York with her friends, maybe at some like Korean bar. Anna freaking called the bar or the restaurant and sent a bottle of soju over to Amy's table. Wow. And I was like, I mean, if she don't read into, she don't think that you're interested or interested in that. I don't, she must be dumb. But like, (laughs) I thought that was the smoothest thing. Oh my gosh, I'm learning so many new I things. I forgot about that, and, that, about the sending of the soju. I forgot about that. That's a good reminder. Yeah, so and, and um, the server, who was my friend, he said, oh yeah, like some girl called and said that this was from Myrmang, which was um, the drama that we were watching on Soulmates. Mm-hmm. And that was Ho Inguk's uh, main character's name. And I was like, huh, who, who is that? Wait, who would send a bottle like that? And then uh, a few seconds after, I found out, oh my gosh, it must be Anna. And I was just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and so I actually want to know more about like, how did you guys go from like, because it found, sounded like you guys are becoming really good friends. So mm-hmm. how did it escalate from a friend, like an online friendship to a real romance and like a relationship? Like what was the mm-hmm. confession? Like... You know, we want yeah. the confession is the best part of a K drama, so we want to know that. <laughs> for me, uh, personally, I think um, for me to actually feel romantic relationship or romantic attraction to someone, I need to fully have deep conversations with them and have that connection. And so, um, I mm-hmm. think I felt um, I felt some sort of romantic feelings when we were we would get into these deep conversations and about sexuality and about christianity and um she actually sent me um a long text message about uh just uh, the deep conversation we were having but at the end she wrote oh um you can reach out to me anytime i'm here for you and that meant a lot for me and that just felt like oh oh my goodness so I initially wanted to get to know her more, um, but I started developing some sort of romantic feelings for her. But uh, we, at this time in the beginning, we'd never met each other before, so it was just all through text or uh, social media or FaceTime, and um, I, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like I don't know how to really navigate through this, especially because I'm not someone who mm. initiates. Mm. Oh, I like you. I never, I'm never comfortable um, saying that first, and I, I'm really bad at flirting, <laughs> and so that's probably why it seemed platonic and I seemed confusing. But uh, yeah, it's it's really cool to hear uh, this other side and other perspective on uh, the beginning of our relationship. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, Amy, I feel you on that. I am just like you. I'm like I'm I'm not someone who takes initiative with flirting. I generally like the other person to take the lead, and I definitely know that I probably come off platonic as well in the past. Um, but how like was there an actual formal? DTR conversation like defining the relationship or like how how did it then you know navigate to to the romantic grounds uh well for me like we had one FaceTime call and um where we like it was like right after I gave Amy my number we had scheduled the time to chat and then we you know did like formal intros or whatnot um and I remember I got off the phone and I booked a flight to New York wow that same night and then I, like, texted my friends, um, my friends Hector and Tim, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be in New York. I really want to meet this girl because uh, I want to see if, like, there's anything yeah. there. You guys should come. 
And then like the next morning I texted Amy and I was like, hey, just FYI, my friends and I planned a trip to New York. <laughs> um, I also have done that before. So I see the similarities in this conversation. Yeah, yeah. There's half like, you know, but okay. So you booked the trip to New so York. So booked the okay. trip. And then, so we, we had the FaceTime call in like May and the trip was in July. So in between then we were like texting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the entire time though, I really was not sure how amy felt Mm. i i i went into it i remember telling everyone all of my friends i was like yeah i think this could be platonic i think she just it's like because like i'm a lot older than amy like and she heard me on a podcast it's probably like some like mentor you know type of thing and so i wasn't sure like literally until the moment we met and even then i wasn't really sure um Uh but basically we i made the trip out to new york um, we had decided to meet. Um, I was staying in the city. Amy lives in Jersey. And so she actually came out um, to the city uh, to meet uh, me. But she brought two of her friends <laughs> to this dinner that we had. I see that there's like this, the running theme of, you know, like, is this a date or is this just like a friend hangout? Yeah. You guys both have your friends that are also there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, too, like, I think going into it, I was like, oh, you know, like, if, if it's not a romantic thing, that's okay, mm-hmm. too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, my hopes were that it would be. And, and the, the first flag that I was like, oh, maybe this isn't, was like, she brought her friends. Yeah. Um, and so um, basically that evening, we had dinner in the city, and then we actually went back to Jersey because – unbeknownst to me amy had planned this whole outing with like all of her friends because she wanted them to meet me and so it was like 20 of her friends we were at this like pocha in jersey um and then my good friends like hector and tim came out to jersey and so it was like all of us and that was like very very interesting to me and like i think i'll I'll touch on it later but like just to see the art like friends interact Mm. like my closest friends and her closest friends like interact in the same same um Mm -hmm. night and like have fun was like just that was like huge for me and I was like wow I really like this girl and Mm -hmm. um that that you know we we got some drinks in in us and I think that like loosened our nerves a little bit um and there was a moment I remember the moment where we were sitting (laughs) next to each other um and I was like making a joke about something and Amy like grabbed my hand, like interlocking hand my her fingers <gasps> with mine. That kind not like a platonic, mm-hmm. you know, fingers on each side <laughs> thing. Um, and I was like, Oh, maybe. But even then I was like, Yeah, I don't know if this I don't know for sure. Um, but then when I went back home after that night my friends were awake waiting for me and they're like hey so amy told us she really likes you oh <laughs> that is a suave so, way to do it so amy um, like during dinner that or like during that night you had basically gone to anna's friends in and and let them know so that they would pass the message on or that they knew that you were interested yeah i think um it's it's really hard for me to express how I feel, and I'm very shy. I'm completely opposite from um, being extroverted, so I'm very introverted. And it's uh, it was my first time meeting Anna, and I was extremely nervous that day. I remember on the bus to uh, the city, I was I had a car sickness, a motion sickness, and I <laughs> I immediately when we went out for dinner, I I ordered a cocktail, and that was. <laughs> a big big mistake because I just proceeded to throw up oh, no. three times that night because I was just so nervous I didn't eat anything <laughs> that night um but um when I initially when I first met her um I realized how open she was and how she basically led mm-hmm. uh, the conversation and it wasn't awkward at all because I I, I brought my two friends thinking okay maybe like it will be awkward, so <laughs> I'll just bring them yeah. along with me. And um, I didn't even realize how um, that might have come off to mm. her. And at that at that moment, uh, I really didn't know whether or not she was into me. 
And so I was just riding along and see how、mm. it went. And、um, it, it was a very memorable night. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember when I. Because,、uh, okay, so, sorry, a lot of memories are being jogged right now. Yeah. Anna texted me, she's like, I'll go to New York. I was like, oh shit. And like, I understood exactly what you're doing because I totally have done that before. I would I totally have done that.、Um, but when she, when she, I was like, so what happened? And then Anna goes, She likes me, or just something like that. <laughs> it was like confirmed. We're like, yeah, so excited for her. And then,、uh, then he's like, yeah, she told Hector and Tim. I was like, oh, okay, cool.、Uh, but so ever since that moment happened, you guys said, I like, I mean, Anna heard, I like you. What turned from like, okay, was it like a moment where like, Anna, did you confirm? You're like, hey, I heard that you like me. Like, I guess like, you know, you、yeah. had to get over the middleman. Like, what did that, how happened? What happened there? Well, I think once. Like, I knew I got confirmation because for me, like, I, I don't want to assume anything, right? And so,、yeah. when when Tim had told me that, I was like, oh, okay.、And、so then I reached out to Amy、um, again because we were there for a couple more days,、uh, part of that trip. And I was like, hey,、mm-hmm. um, hey, do you want to go on a date?、Um, and it, so I was just like, a date, you know, like、mm-hmm. D A T. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>、um, and, and so to make it very clear, like,、yeah. okay, this isn't like a platonic thing. Um, and so, and she said yes. And so that like, Tuesday, I think it was in the middle of a hurricane,、uh, but we had our first date. Oh, that's so sweet.、Yeah. I know. I, I, I can't see Dina's face <laughs> right now because her camera's turned off, but I know she's fucking smiling.、Um, I actually also heard that this is one of their best, Anna's best date. Oh, that's what、wow. she told me. Yes. That, this, it's so, it is a very, very cute story. And I can definitely see how, like, Um, because of the circumstances in which you guys, you both met, and Amy being a little bit more shy, which I can definitely relate to, that it's hard to just get an understanding like, oh, are we both interested? Is she? And then the moment though that you got confirmation,、yeah. Anna, I like that you were like direct and you're like, I want to make it very clear. This is a date. Do you want to go? <laughs> that is super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers Cash. You can redeem your Pampers Cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG 13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So then you went on that date. And then afterwards, though, Anna, you had to fly home to Oakland. So you live in Oakland on one side of the country.、Yep. And then Amy is on the other side of the country in New Jersey. How is it that you were able to develop a relationship、um, and maintain this relationship so early on with such long distance?、Um, so. Initially, when she went back,、uh, right before she went back home,、um, 
I guess we DTR'd. Uh, we defined the relationship, and we had different interpretations um, <laughs> oh. about dating. So uh, she was really, really patient with me, and she um, told me uh, specifically and told me that that I was worth it, and that she wanted, even though it was long distance, she wanted to continue, uh, I guess, dating me. And uh, she was very patient with me, especially because it was my first time with the woman. And um, I think I really respected her for that. Uh, she gave me the space I needed. But I thought that her talking about dating um, pertained to, okay, a monogamous, monogamous relationship mm-hmm. where we don't see anyone or we don't talk, we're not talking to anyone and we're just us two in the relationship. Um, but later on, I found out <laughs> when we actually did define the relationship where uh, we both said, okay, I can see you, I can see us being together long term. Uh, that's when I found out, oh, so that's what you meant about dating. And um, she basically, yeah, you, well, you can, you okay, can tell so, the Because, <laughs> like, there's two different terms, right? Like, be, like dating and being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, for mm. me, like, I didn't want to put Amy, like, we had only seen each other really for, like, a week. And so I wanted to give, I told Amy, like, hey, like, let's see how this goes. Like, you let me know if this is, like, okay or if you, you know, don't feel comfortable or whatever. Just, like, let me know. Like, we we'll be, we can be dating at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But Amy's interpretation was date of dating was, like, we're, like, in it to win it, mm. you know? Um, exclusive yeah which which we were i mean granted like we were it's not like we were talking to anyone but i think my interpretation of it was like dating is like a little bit more casual and so if she wanted to opt out she could and it like it's like okay like no love lost like you know um Mm -hmm, we'll be okay mm -hmm. with that and so because the next time that i came i think it was like a month uh later that's when we that's when i was like hey so do you want to be like in a relationship and then she was like, wait, I thought we already were. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so it, it was just like a small nuance thing, but it was really funny because it's not like we were seeing, neither one of us were seeing seeing anyone else, but mm-hmm. I think it was just more of like, you know, like that solidified like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend or boyfriend? Like that thing Yeah. Um, I I thought was happening later and she thought had happened you know, <laughs> way back already. Yeah, so... Um, but it's, you know, granted, like that was, that was just like a, a small, uh, a small detail, but it, it was real. It was a funny conversation because I was like, Hey, so you want to be in a relationship? She's like, I thought we already were. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we are, we are. <laughs> Thank goodness there were no other, no other people involved like that. You guys were actually, were only yeah, seeing each oh, other. Yeah. <laughs> Messy. Wait. So in that conversation, was that the conversation that you guys, I guess, became official, like each other's, yeah, like girlfriend? Yeah, that's I think when we decided. I mean, we we probably mentally decided <laughs> before, mm-hmm. and Amy decided a lot sooner. But, um, mm. That that conversation. I just wanted. I think for me, I just wanted to make sure, um, like we had that conversation, yeah. conversation, and that she felt comfortable, like after some time, um, like dating, um, and so just to give her that space. Yeah. In terms of maintaining the relationship, though, like, I mean, yeah, I'm always chatting with Anna, and Anna's like, I'm going to Jersey. I'm going to be in Jersey. I'm just like, dang. So do you guys, like, come up with a plan? Like, okay, I'm going to go see you every so often. Like, I guess, how do you guys maintain this long-distance relationship? Yeah. So, um, I mean, for me, like, work has been very, really flexible. And so I actually mm-hmm. just came back from spending two months in Jersey, um and and so that was really nice and i think for us just like like next month amy is coming um amy was supposed to come like a couple months ago like after the trip that we had but some things happened but um you know i think both of us are pretty intentional on seeing each other um about every month or so um yeah i don't know amy how do we make this work (laughs) (laughs) oh well i think trust and communication i think uh, we're both really good at communicating uh, whenever we feel um, a certain way. I think we uh, prioritize each other in in the way where we listen mm-hmm. and uh, confidence in relationship uh, that we don't have to be next to each other 24-7 yeah. to make things mm-hmm. right or make things work. 
And so it's still hard to get used to whenever she does leave. Uh, it's really hard. In the, the initial week is really hard to get used to. But、um, at the end of the day, I think it's that end game goal. Like, okay, one day、mm. we're going to be together and、uh, mm. we're both in it for the long run. And I think that just brings me so much confidence. And Anna actually makes it so easy.、Um, Uh, for her flexibility in coming to Jersey, and I hope to get there one day.、Um, and it's just a lot of trust that、mm-hmm. trust and bonding and communication.、Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really the three key things that <laughs> helps us maintain our long distance relationship. And yeah, and it's also, it also gives us our time to really prioritize、mm-hmm. other. Aspects of our lives and really continue to grow.、Mm-hmm. It reminds us of the boundaries we need to keep,、um, but at the same time, it shows shows me the strength in our relationship. Yeah, I wanted to also add.、Um, I think one thing you both do very well is that、um, I think one time this always I feel like I learned through a relationship when I text Anna about random things, like oh hey are you free tonight and she's like I can't I'm doing a date night with Amy and she's like I was like oh. And she, I was like, I knew at the time she was in Oakland, Amy's in Jersey. I was like, well, what are you both doing? And Anna's like, oh, we're doing a, we're doing a paint and drink night together. And I was like,、Aww. you guys find really creative ways to kind of stay connected. Like、mm-hmm. the fact that you guys can do like these date activities, but from different pl- parts of the world, I feel like you make it very interesting and engaging. Yeah, Amy's, Amy's really good at that. Like she, she planned that whole thing, and we like DoorDashed each other food and. Um, and like just <laughs> FaceTimed each other,、um, yeah. And I think I think just like that's one thing that I learned. I think because in my previous relationships, I feel like I was very like attached or like I felt very dependent on the other person. But I feel like with、mm. Amy, because you know, I think distance is one like physical factor. But I think another thing is like Amy's so、mm. good at like reminding me. You know, I I consider Amy like she's like very consistent, right? Like I think、um, mm. you know. I I don't have to question her motives or like how she feels about me because like she makes it very clear,、mm. um, and I feel very grateful that like she does she doesn't play games you know and and I think that's、mm-hmm. like one of the things that really attracted me to her like she's very genuine and like if she's not responding to me it's because she's busy like she's actually physically doing something she's not yeah ignoring、mm-hmm. me or anything I don't have to think about that or worry about that and I think that really helps and so. She's helped me feel very secure in our relationship, and、um, I know that despite you know both of our busy lives like separate from each other, like we,、mm-hmm. she values like our our life together too, and so、um, I also yeah feel very privileged that like we were able to spend two whole months together.、Um, like I think it, that's very rare to be able to do, you know, especially when you're working full time and、um, have school and whatnot, and but.、Um, I, I feel very lucky because I think we got a lot of that. Like our foundation,、uh, we really、mm. built a lot on top of that. So I know Anna. I just want to kind of pivot the conversation really quickly. But thank you so much for sharing. I totally agree. I'm smiling because, like, obviously, like you're my really good friend. To see you have such a like a very supportive partner makes me really happy.、Um, but、uh, and I know、um, you guys shared this earlier, and you know being. A previous guest on our podcast, you shared in that episode how it was actually very difficult for you to come out to your parents.、Um, now that you're in this relationship with Amy, did you tell them about this significant person? Yeah, so I think that's been like the biggest positive surprise change that I've personally gotten out of this. Like,、um, I told my family、um, and my sister about Amy, and like. Their reaction has been like just so so positive. Like my dad, he like talks to Amy. Like they've met on Facetime a couple times.、Aww. Like you know, we've talked about when she comes out here, the fact that she plays like golf and tennis. My dad's like really excited, and he wants to play that with her. And、um, I think my mom, like、um, you know, my mom is a little bit less on the outwardly enthusiastic side, but she knows like. Amy exists, and like I have photos of her on my desk, and you know, and like、mm. I, I definitely, and when I talk about Amy, she's like she asks questions and um and things like that, and then the the best surprise has been I think reaction from is from my sister, um who's you know I think I talked about in my last podcast like she she was、mm-hmm. very resistant, but she's been so like welcoming of Amy and. 
um, has, like, talked to her. <laughs> like, she, like, always asks, like, how Amy's doing. Um, and just, like, yeah, it, it just feels like a, a 180 shift. Um, and I think, I, I think, a, a, like, a big part of that is, like, they see Amy, you know, and they see how, like, kind and mm-hmm. genuine and sweet she is. And, like, I think my, my family's just excited that I, I get to you know, be with someone who's, who's so genuine. And I think my sister is like really excited to, for that too. And, um, yeah, looking forward to meeting her and whatnot. Oh, I love that. That makes my heart so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Amy? Um, so you had mentioned that Anna is your first, uh, romantic relationship with a woman. Um, and you know, uh, going into the relationship, you were kind of coming from a place of questioning. If you don't mind sharing, um, what has it been like with your family dynamic and has Anna met your family? Um, yes. Uh, Anna actually came over for um, Thanksgiving, but oh. I'm not officially out to my family yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the time will come, but I plan to take all the necessary time needed mm-hmm. for me to process it. Um, and I don't, initially, what I wanted to do was rush myself and I was constantly thinking about ways oh how should I come out to my family Mm -hmm. but I realized I shouldn't really force that upon myself Mm -hmm. um and I think I need to take all the time that I need um and I have I'm not very fearful in their reaction Mm -hmm. um I'm grateful and I'm I'm very grateful for my family for my loving family um to be confident that in that they wouldn't abandon me. Um, I think I'm just initially scared of feeling the disappointment, quote unquote, if that's possible. Right, right. But it, it takes time. Yeah. And eventually one day I hope to get there. Yeah. And I hope to be accepted by mm-hmm. my family <laughs> because they mean so much. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for sharing that, Amy. I think it's wonderful, though, that you were able to introduce Anna to them. So they they have met her, and then you take your time in in how you want to kind of share the other parts of of your identity with your family. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's it's honestly been a journey, and um, initially I just wanted my family to know because a part of me felt felt horrible. Um, it doesn't feel right for us to hide our relationship, especially. Um, with family. Fortunately, um, Anna was very accepting and she's very patient with me mm-hmm. and my coming out process. And um, I've come, I've came out to my friends and they're, luckily they're very accepting and they're, they love Anna and they're so happy for me. And um, it wasn't, it was just genuinely like, oh, okay. I, I told a couple of my good girlfriends at a bar in New York mm-hmm. and we were peeing together and I was like okay yeah um and this was when Anna was in the city of the first time she came and it was just me and a couple of my girlfriends and we were I was peeing on the toilet and I was like okay yeah guys I I like Anna and they're like okay okay like we know that but can you just like hurry up and pee and they've been so accepting (laughs) which I'm very grateful for well Amy thanks for sharing um yeah I was just very curious because like um I mean, I hear from Anna, obviously, again, like, I hear a lot of stuff from Anna, and she's always saying, she's like, I'm at Amy's, I'm at Amy's, I'm just, and I was always curious, like, I wonder if her family also knows, because if she's spending so much time with you, and would they be curious, or just like, oh, who's this girl that's always here? Yeah, um, I, I think they do have a, a sense, or they do know, mm-hmm. um, but they... I think they're just taking the time for themselves to actually officially ask me about these things mm-hmm. and these questions about my sexuality, um, especially because um, coming from an immigrant family, we we didn't really share mm-hmm. and a single parent. Um, so I just lived with my mom and my brother and it's just been us three for a while now. and. And so we never officially had deep conversations until mm-hmm. a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And so I hope one day uh, I'll be able to share this wonderful journey and part to my family. Yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing because I also feel like, 
um, I think in some ways too, like I think I shared in the episode with Anna and the earlier one, I also have a relative who, um, he never formally came out to our family, but we always just had an idea. Um, but I never thought it was his, like, I didn't think, I never thought he owed us an explanation or had to like do that. Mm -hmm. It's more like if you ever wanted to, you're fine. But I think for me, like, um, as uh, he's actually my uncle, I am his niece. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, for myself, just kind of directly ask that question, like, years after having inklings but I think again like Mm -hmm. being his niece I would never expect that to be a thing he needs to do so I think for you it's just like whatever feels right and comfortable like there's no need for an explanation if it's just like like you don't owe anyone anything Mm -hmm. you know thank you but it's whatever you feel Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, ABGs, there are some things we should leave behind in 2021, like having to go to the pharmacy to pick up birth control in person. In 2022, you can get your birth control online, prescribed, and delivered for free with the Pill Club. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands and ships to all 50 states. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free and discreet packaging along with fun self-care gifts and goodies. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash ABG, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Asian Boston listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash ABG to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, thepillclub.com slash ABG. You must use the link to make a donation. Well, Amy, again, thank you so much for sharing. I think there's a lot of love in this relationship that we could totally tell. Um, I guess, you know, to get a little more serious, you know, what has been the hardest thing about navigating this relationship? Uh, the hardest, um, I guess, as I mentioned previously, I have a very hard time of expressing my feelings, even though I genuinely love that uh, deep connection and deep conversations. It's really hard for me to... Uh, process what I'm thinking um, mm. immediately. So I am a, I am someone who needs a time to process uh, my thoughts and my feelings. And so I think whenever I am feeling down or whenever I'm feeling um, sad or any type of way, it's just really hard for me to express it um, immediately. <laughs> and so um, I'm sure I'm still learning how to communicate better on my end and learning how to accept help and learning how to be dependent or learning how to be dependent when I need it. Mm. And also, I found it really hard for me in the beginning to date an extrovert, especially Mm. because I'm a huge introvert. Most of my friends are introverts and this was my first time being with someone who is an extrovert. And so... I'm just learning through her spontaneous ways of um, just holding up a conversation with anyone. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I'm learning through my experience with her and constantly this relationship is allowing me to grow and mm-hmm. find different aspects to my personality and what I like. And it's, it's really nice and I'm learning new things. I love that. I can definitely relate to you as well on the taking time to process your emotions and being introverted and how I can only imagine, like I have also dated extroverted personalities in the past and it does, um, it's a good compliment 
you know, so I'm really happy to hear that this is a relationship where you feel like you're getting a lot of like personal development out of. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really funny because every time I listen to ABG, I always, I told Anna like, oh my gosh, I resonate with Janet so much. (laughs) It's an INFJ thing. It is. Oh my God. You're also an INFJ. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And Anna, how about you? Um, I think for me, like. Distance is definitely um, hard, I think, because, like, Mm. my love language is quality time. And so I think for me, I mean, I think we we have gotten creative about how we spend quality time together. Um, But, like, physically... Um, being together is is or not being together is really hard. I think it's also too like um, Amy's just has like so much going on in her life, and I think like for it it feels really sucky for me to not like be able to like be there to support her or like physically or like things like that. But that's something like I'm learning too is like Amy's also very independent. She's very capable. She doesn't mm-hmm. really need me. Um, it's it's more of like a nice to have. Uh, <laughs> And, and so I think it's it's just one of those things like I think we're, we're learning to live with the distance because it's like a temporary thing. Um, I think, you know, it's also interesting, like for me, I've never dated an introvert before. And so I think I've had mm. to like learn like, OK, how do I temper my extroversion or like how mm. do I know when I'm not being too much or like how do I, you know, like how do I check myself to make sure like I'm giving Amy the space that she needs and the time to, you know, like, um, recover or regroup, um, and whatnot. And so I think that's just like more of a me thing. Like Amy's never asked for that necessarily, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think I just want to be aware of that. And so, um, yeah, I think, but in the same vein, like I've been learning a lot too about how, like, she's not someone who needs me. Like I don't need to save her from Mm -hmm. anything. I'm not, you know, I I have the savior Mm -hmm. mentality, but Amy's definitely taught me like that's, that's, it's not something she needs. And so, um, Mm. I think in that way it's, uh, I've been learning a lot. Oh, that's wonderful. I love when you both talk about navigating the relationship, the thing that is challenging is you both pointed out the introversion, extroversion, and that difference, but then how much that helps you learn about the other person and also about yourself. So that's really awesome. What is like the one thing that you love the most about the other person? Hmm. There's so, so much, (laughs) so much to love about Anna. Um, But I think initially um, I felt for her personality and not being apologetic or not being sorry about who she is. Mm. And I think growing up, I struggled. I definitely struggled with confidence and um, learning how to love myself. But um, she has taught me uh, a different side to loving yourself and she's very goofy and she she knows what she wants um, she's also very extremely funny <laughs> but I, I really I really enjoy and I really love the fact that I'm comfortable in this relationship and that I'm able to be who I am and I genuinely feel like I'm myself around her and I find that very important in a relationship uh, especially comparing to my previous relationship I find myself just just being myself <laughs> um, but also I love how well-spoken she is mm-hmm. and how she's able to enunciate her feelings and what she feels which is completely different from me. I have to spend <laughs> days thinking about how I feel. Mm. And I I really love her little quirks, like her biting her nails like she is right now, um, licking her fingers whenever she <laughs> eats hot Cheetos or <laughs> something like that. And I love her face expressions. Um, I love how this relationship is healthy. Mm. And I love how much I'm continuously learning from her and how understanding she is. There's just a lot. But that was many things, but that was beautiful. Myself. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Go <laughs> ahead, sorry. Mel. I just had to answer real quick. I just realized as Amy has shared throughout this whole podcast that she has, you know, as an introvert and having someone like can't express her emotions, I realized this question like kind of forces her to say all these things 
And Anna's probably like, yay, these are all the things I want to hear. <laughs> As an extrovert, I could totally understand. I'm just saying. But um, it is it is nice. <laughs> I might listen to this podcast every night before I go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and That's how about good. for you, Anna? What is it that you love most about Amy? Oh, man, there's so many things. Um, I mean, yeah, honestly, like, I think the thing that feels, like, very different um, from past relationships is just, like, I think a big thing, and I mentioned it earlier, was just, like, meeting her friends. And I think that was something to mm-hmm. me. I couldn't stop talking about it after because I was just like, wow, like, I've I've never dated someone who, like, I love their friends, too, you know? And, like, I didn't realize that was, like, very – that was a big factor for me until I met Amy and her friends and just, like, seeing how, like, who she has in her life, how much they value her, how much she values them – and just like seeing that interaction and then seeing from them how easy it was for like me and my closest guy friends to like come in and like be, you know, and, and have a good time. I think it just it just spoke volumes about Amy, right? Like so many people love her. So many people care about her. Um, and she's like very genuine and thoughtful and kind. And like that's like I don't even mean that on like the surface level sense. Like I think that's genuinely who she is. Like she's just it's a part of her being and she's not doing it for anyone else and it's just really it's just so authentic um and honestly like I feel like I I just feel very lucky to be a part of her life and to be like to love her and to be loved by somebody Mm -hmm. like her because I just yeah it feels like to be in someone's orbit like that is 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 really like that doesn't happen very often and you know Mm -hmm. on on like the other other things like I think she's like really funny she's hilarious um, I love her toes. <laughs> um, I love like how much she loves her family and her nieces. And uh, like, I love like, I love how like, you know, she teaches me so much. I, I started getting into gaming because of her. I play League of Legends. Oh. I got into Snapchat because of her. <laughs> she makes me feel young again. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> um, no, and I just, yeah, I like, you know, I think I think she, yeah, Amy has her little quirks too. Like her uh, her hype, you know, hype up getting 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 ready. Music is Christian praise songs. <laughs> That's what Mel listens to to hype herself up for interviews. <laughs> you know, yeah, dude, I listen to like Christian yeah, worship music yeah. for sure. All of her uh, Spotify playlists have uh, cats on them with sunglasses, <laughs> even though she's uh, deathly allergic. Um, <laughs> Dang, honestly, I could just. Uh, I feel like I hear I've heard all this stuff from Anna already too. She's like, she's like, yeah. And then she's like, Amy has this cute, sexy gamer voice. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I hear all these different things, but I could just tell as a friend, you know. I know. Thank you for sharing all that stuff, both mm-hmm. of y'all. I just know when I'm hanging out with Anna, she like talks about Amy. She's very <laughs> like, she's very all about it. I could just tell. Um, so. I'm also happy to hear that, you know, Amy, you're equally good into Anna. She is into you. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> Love my life. <laughs> to wrap up today's episode, you know, what are your what are your long term plans, you know, and is someone gonna be making a large move in the future? Um, yeah, um, I'm focusing, I mean, I am graduating this year, so I plan on relocating to her. Um, that's the easiest and I am very open to, and, um, I plan on finding a job there or going to grad school, um, near her. And I also do want to experience <laughs> California life, um, and the nice weather that you all have, <laughs> um, all the time. Um, but yeah, I think long-term plans, um, it'll probably be me, um, moving there and I'm very excited to be with her and, uh, see Rue, Anna's dog and, um, yeah, to see where our relationship goes. Yeah. I mean, I think we're both open to it though. Like if that doesn't happen, I I think that's the part of what I think makes this relationship feel very solid is like we both have equal stakes in it and I think we're both willing to sacrifice Mm -hmm. um and so to do whatever makes whatever to make it work i think um 
it is on both of our minds so I feel very grateful to have an equal partner in that. Thanks. Aww. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, all of my friends have like conceded and my family has conceded. They are like, so when are you moving to Jersey? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, you yeah. have, you did spend like a bunch of months there. <laughs> yeah. Let's know. Yeah. Learning about that East Coast life. We'll see. <laughs> all right. And with that, this wraps up today's episode about finding love in a podcast with this beautiful couple amy and anna thank you so much again for joining us i feel like i was smiling throughout the whole episode because i feel like i was kind of just watching a romantic movie and i just loved it i got so invested um but if y'all resonate with today's episode please leave a heart emoji to share some love to anna and amy in our most recent instagram post all right if you also want to follow on their love journey um you can follow them on instagram anna amy what are your handles so they can find you Sure. Mine is at my name is Anna Lee. And you can find me on Instagram at amy.juhei. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, she, she spelled it out, you know. Now, now <laughs> no one better make, make a mistake. <laughs> no one better fight through her DMs. Uh oh. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want to. This is not a part two of yeah. the Don't worry. We're, se- we're secure. <laughs> If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support, or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube, where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dear ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at asianbossgirl. We do have a couple shout outs for this episode to Justine from Steven from Toronto. It's been incredible watching you blossom into the Asian boss girl that you are today. Keep it up and I'm excited to see where UX journey takes you next. To Jennifer from Martin from Seattle, thanks for being a kick-ass wife and mother. We're excited for you to take your next step at StockX and keep being the amazing person that you are. If you'd like to send a shout-out to a friend, check out our link tree and our link in bio on our Instagram and click on shout-outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all of her magic on our episodes, including this one. And with that, we'll catch you all in the next episode. Bye! Bye.